0: Oi, tudo bem? This is Brazuca Sounds, hosted and produced by Leandro Vignoli. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to Brazuca Sounds. Don't forget to rate this show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also follow a playlist on Spotify called Soundtrack Brazooka Sounds with all the songs I play here in full. This episode here, I will talk about the new sounds of Brazil. I did it before in the episode number 6. So if you like new Brazilian music, you should definitely check it out that episode as well with the best albums of 2020. Now for today, I'm going to try to to wrap it up, the best albums of 2021 and something that was already released in this year of 2022. I'm going to start with a very good guitarist of the Brazilian music scene for the last uh, couple of decades, and his name is Pedro Sá. So as I said, this is Pedro Sá, He's a very experienced guitar player in the Brazilian uh, music scene, but only now he released his first solo album with his own name, Uh, For the last 15 years, more or less, Pedro Sá has been involved with Caetano Veloso and his band C, which Pedro was the guitarist of that project. He's one of the best friends of Caetano Veloso's uh, son, Moreno. And as you can hear on this track in the background, how incredibly skilled he is as a guitar player. A very polyrhythmic take combining like two guitar sounds, Pedro and his voice, and the guitar, very, very minimalistic. Não sei mais o que sinto, não sei o que falar. It's basically Pedro singing and playing the guitar, uh, reviews, using the term melancholic to describe the music. The way I see it is more like a nostalgia feeling, more reflection of life, nature, even relationships for sure, than a really deep and depressive aesthetics, sometimes people confuse melancholy with nostalgia, it's probably a very subtle difference, but to me it is a difference. song for instance, resemble those classic bossa nova samba tunes even its opening lyrics right you're the biggest love of my life there's not a bigger passion and there will never be obviously this album works a little bit better if you understand portuguese but i don't think lyrics completely put you off quite the contrary sometimes the biggest reason uh, i like this album is its melodies harmonies the very careful choice of its tunes it's very influenced uh, by João Gilberto's album from 1973. I actually made a special one on that album in the Bazooka Sounds number 14, if you're interested. So I get the idea Pedro Sain also experiments with that kind of lo-fi... Aesthetic in the recording process of this album. He uses also like a lot of feedback, distortion, some very subtle electronic sounds. It's undoubtedly modern album, but with many sixties and seventies inspirations. And if you're lucky enough to. Live by the Beach, it's definitely one of those albums you just walk around the promenade. It's an absolute gem of an album. Pedro Sá, the album is called Um, which is the number one in Portuguese. And if Pedro was around for quite some time, but only now he released his first solo album, the next guy here He's a guy who is very young, but at the same time is already releasing records uh, more consistently. This is his third album, and his name is Amaro Freitas. This is Amaro Freitas, and he comes from the state of Pernambuco, and he is one of the most respected jazz pianists of this new generation in the world. I would say he leads a trio, also formed by Jean Elton on bass and Hugo Medeiros on drums. As I said, this is his third album, and it's called Sankofa, and was released in 2021 by the English label Far Out Recordings, it's Amaru Freitas celebrating his African roots. This song on the background is called Ayeye. It's a word that means celebration in the Yoruba language. Of course, all the songs here are instrumental, and the Amaro Freitas compositions, they try to capture like the vibrations of rhythms in his native state of Pernambuco, uh, such as Frevo, Maracatu, Coco, Baião, my favorite track on the album is this next one here called Kazumba syncopated sounds, it's obviously jazz, but it's also something else, so energetic, almost a dancing tune, and Amado Freitas is astonishingly talented, so incredible to listen to. Uh, The producer, João Marcelo Boscoli, who is, by the way, is one of the Elise Regina uh, sons, he wrote it on Veja more like a time magazine in brazil this review about uh, amaro freitas amaro's music goes far beyond jazz the united states is full of extraordinary pianists but what sets freitas apart is that he's not just a jazz player his work adds elements that only brazil has connected with the African roots of Brazil and Amado Freitas himself. By the way, his album on Spotify was the sixth most streamed jazz album in the whole world in 2021. So this song here is called Vila Bela, which is a region in Brazil where slave revolutionary Teresa de Banguela, she resisted slavery for about 20 years in the Quilombos, right? Quilombos, which were the settlements first established by escaped slaves, in Brazil. So obviously we're talking about some independent artist, a guy who's not incredibly famous in Brazil, right? He's more like in this niche because he's like a jazz musician, but at the same time being recognized worldwide, all well deserved. The album is incredibly beautiful, incredibly talented. I strongly recommend it again and again. The album San Foca by Amaro Freitas, And since we're talking about here African roots, now we go to another Incredibly album connected with the Afro-Brazilian roots in Brazil. Even the name of the band before about some regional Brazilian sounds, such as Maracatu & Coco, which they come from the state of Pernambuco, this is the whole idea behind this band here, Orquestra Afro-Sinfonica, in English it will be something like the afro Symphonic Orchestra, so they take on the erudite approach so they can blend with the Afro-Brazilian music in form of what they describe as symphonic poems. So this Afro-symphonic term, this concept was coined by Maestro Ubiratan Marques, who is a classical trained pianist. He is kind of the conductor of this band or this orchestra, so you literally have all these elements from a proper symphonic orchestra, right? Big brass sections, probably most reminiscent of another Brazilian legendary maestro, Heitor Villa Lobos. And all this, all these more classical pieces, really mixed, like I said before, with regional rhythms in Brazil, like the Maracatu, especially shown in this next track here Maracatu do Congo. Catu, it is this Afro Brazilian style, hailing mostly, as I said before, in the state of Pernambuco, from the cities of Recife, Olinda, very percussive. Like this in the drums, right? Very particular instruments like the alfaia, which is more or less like a bass drum and also a tarot, which plays the role of a snare drum in this kind of music. Labutando na estrada quando vem chegando. These are particular instruments from that region of Brazil. They are instruments you don't see, for instance, in samba ensembles. They are more really connected with the maracatu. And oddly enough, this band is not from Pernambuco. They are from Bahia, also from the northeast in Brazil, and is an ensemble of 24 musicians and singers. Many of the songs have this like upbeat tempo but some are really more slow tempo, more like a proper uh, classical piece of an orchestra and they are very good as well. Also the name of the album is Orin, a Língua dos Anjos, the angel's language. Orin is a word, of course, obviously, also from African origins. And this song here closes the album, a beautiful tune, very cinematic, with a spoken word provided by Mateus Aleluia, who used to be part of the group Os Tinko Us in the 1970s. And I also talked about his solo work in the episode 6 of Berserker Sounds, talking about the best albums of 2020. So here is Mateus' Aleluia again, contributing with the Orquestra Afro-Sinfónica. Minha presença caminhante. É um prazer que traz I ended up listening to this album only last year, so I kind of cheated here. This is not a 2021 album. I only listened to this album last year. Something that you should also definitely do yourself top to bottom. A very cool album of Brazilian music mixed with classical pieces and African rhythms. So just like as I did in the first uh, Brazuka Sounds of new Brazilian music, I'm gonna finish it off this episode with some more rapid-fire reviews here, just to give a better notion of Brazilian records released recently, 2021 and this year. And I'm gonna start with this power trio band called Macaco Bong. This trio, they hail from the city of Cuiabá, in the state of Mato Grosso, uh, the Brazilian land of agribusinesses and farming, big farmers, family farmers, like the Midwest of Brazil there. And Macaco Bong, they work as a classic instrumental power trio, bass, guitar, drums, guitar player, It is the main figure of the band, his name is Bruno Caiapi. For 15 years now, he's also like an audio engineer, sound technician, he builds his own effect pedals, develops his amplifiers. Obviously, the main core of the band is like rock and roll sounds, but obviously also with a lot of influences from tons and tons of jazz, uh, sounds, or maybe the Brazilian version of jazz right Meto Pascuao, Egberto Gismonti and all those guys. As I said, these guys have been putting out music for 15 years now, but this particular record here, Mundo Verbero, is probably the most uh, Brazilian of source, with more Brazilian influences overall. The songs are even Uh, shorter than they used to be, it's less experimental, and I say that just as a fact, you know, Macaco bong they are very good at experimental long tracks, but they are proving themselves being very good as well with these shorter tracks. Totally recommend to go after this band, and especially this record here, Macaco Bong. Just like this other band, also more connected with the new generation of Brazilian psychedelic music coming from Rio de Janeiro, the band Oruan. Oruan is a band that describes themselves as a working-class free jazz, (laughs) a variety of elements that go from Afrobeat, uh, the album O Clube da Esquina uh, by Milton Nascimento and Lou Borges, also German crowdhawk and also a pinch of the 1990s guitar bands. Uh, the main core here at the band Orua. they tour for almost two years as the backup band of Bill to Spiel, right? Bill to is probably a one-man band at this point, led by the guitarist Doug March, and he always like keeps changing the formation of the band, And Orua, these Brazilian guys, they even watched one of their shows here in Toronto a couple years ago, pre-pandemic. But as I said before, like Orua is a little bit different, right? They have more uh, influences all around. He's a quintet. Now, the guy who used to play drums for Beauty Spew, his name is Le Almeida. Leandro, just like my name. He's actually the, the lead singer and the guitarist like, kind of the leader of Orua right here, and they have also some similarities of this new generation of psychedelic bands worldwide, like the O.C.s, the King Geezer, Ty so if you like all those bands, you're probably gonna like Orua as well, one of my favorite Brazilian bands of this new generation, hands down for them. <music> From a psychedelic band, now we go with the singer Juliana Linhares. Quem explode é bombinha, eu quero é cantar pros meus. Deixa que eu mesma decido, que rainha sou eu. So Juliana Linhares, she comes from the northeast part of Brazil and she has some kind of similarities with those old school singers from that region, maybe because of her weight of singing, maybe because of the accent. I don't really can picture what it is actually, but she really resembles Amelinha. El Barramalho, a little bit of Kátia de França as well, like a modernized version of all those singers that I spoke about in the episode 18. She's from Natal, in the state of Rio Grande do Norte, which is not super traditional for popular artists in Brazil. Very beautiful place, though. And the producer behind this album is Marcos Preto, which is the guy behind almost every Gal Costa album in the last decade, so... this is kind of the spirit of the album It's called nordeste ficção again the name of the artist is juliana linhares one of the great surprises that i ended up listening in 2021 meu bem Tire a calcinha fecha a cortina so this song now in the background, there is a very interesting story that producer of the album, as I said, Marcos Preto, he worked with Tom Zé in the 2000s, and during that process they found about unreleased lyrics by Tom Zé written in the 1970s. The Tom Zé ended up recording with a different lyric because he really didn't like, but as the producer now was working with Juliana Linhares, they talk about that that song again when we started talking Marcus remembered the old record and sent it to me I really enjoyed it we decided to record the unpublished lyrics from the 70s but still very current it is about a couple exchanging their political ideals for the dreams of the bourgeoisie the song a Burgazard, it is lyrics by Tom Zé, written in 1972 but still very current still speaks a lot with the current situation of Brazil overall. So, Jussara Marçal, she's part of the Afro-Brazilian jazz trio Meta Meta, she's one-third of the trio, right? The other part being Kiko Dinucci, I also mentioned in that episode number six about the new generation of Brazilian sounds. Kiko De Nucci even contributes a lot in this record here, which is extremely versatile, from bangers to ballads, to even stuff that are very experimental. This album was even considered the best Brazilian album in 2021 by the Association of Music Critics in Brazil. Obviously, sometimes music critics doesn't translate necessarily to popular audience right we're talking here about some independent artist with 60 years old and her voice is absolutely marvelous the way she sings her attitudes towards she approaches the music absolutely in the album is very very interesting it's a little bit all over the place it has all kind of styles and music music genres song here called Crash, that was even described by YouTuber music reviewer Anthony Fanzano as like a Brazilian 36 Chambers. So as I said, this album got some reputation, Uh, even abroad, it was also reviewed by the newspaper The Guardian in England, Delta Estacio Blues, it is the name of the album, just proving that Brazilian music can be anything that people want it to be. You know, it doesn't necessarily need to put in a box. It's a very vast and big country with a lot of influences from all over the world. And this Josada Marsal record is definitely one of those, you know. It is only Brazilian music because she is Brazilian, but it could could definitely be an album. Uh, put it out by any artist, after this little bit of philosophy from my part, we go next album from a band that's putting good records for 30 years now in Brazil, if you never heard about it, now it's your time, it is the band Mundo Livre S.A. So as I said, right, it's been three decades of this band from Recife, the state of Pernambuco, they were one of the main acts in the movement from the 1990s called Mangue Beat, mixing regional rhythms of Brazilian Northeast, such as I said before, maracatu, frevo, forró, but putting together with rock and roll, soul, ragamuffin, hip hop, electronic music, you name it, this record was just released now. From the first track to the last track is a completely diss on the Brazilian current government, current president of Brazil, especially the way he deals with the pandemic situation, right? The, the spread of fake news, the anti vaccine support, anti-everything, and the name of the album is Walking Dead Folia. Não they always have, like in this particular song in the background, main instrument as the Cavaquinho, but used as like a pop rock instrument. Cavaquinho, as I told here in this show many times, it is used mostly for samba ensembles. And I'm gonna finish it off, this Bazooka sounds here, not with a song from this new album of Mundo Livre S.A., but probably with their greatest hit from the late 1990s, the song Meu Esquema. Acoustic Ballad that's definitely on the Brazilian songbook. Almost everybody, person in the country probably know about this particular song here. If you like this show, don't forget to rate it on Spotify and also Apple Podcasts. This show had vocal contributions from Alexandra Murphy. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. Eu sou de anatomia, ela é meu retiro espiritual, ela é minha história. was Brazooka Sounds with Leandro Vignoli. Thank you for listening and see you next time.